Welcome to the Money Advantage Podcast, empowering business owners with the permission to think differently about money so that you can consciously choose to live a meaningful and fulfilled life now. Our passion is making money simple, fun, and doable, helping you feel great about your money and getting your money working for you so you can thrive. Now, I will say that in this podcast, today I have my newborn sidekick along with me. So if you hear any unusual noises, just know that she's very happy in my arms. So let's talk about why we're doing this podcast. We love cash flow. Now, cash flow today, having cash flow in your life right now is the stepping stone to building cash flow in your future. And then having a cash flowing asset portfolio of things like real estate and business is really the way for you to be able to break out of the rat race and accelerate time and money freedom. So coming back to the cash flow system just for a second, first, you increase your cash flow by keeping more of the money that you're already making. Then you protect that wealth. And third, you make more money and you invest for cash flow. So this conversation is about how to help you determine how and when turnkey real estate might be an option for you to invest for cash flow. So who is Kevin Clayson? Well, Kevin is an international professional speaker who has shared his simple formula for unlimited joy and fulfillment with everyone from elementary school students to business leaders. Kevin is one of the founders and owners of DFY, Done For You Real Estate USA, a multi-million dollar real estate investment company that he and his partners officially founded in early 2007. Kevin has been an integral part of growing Strongbrook from its humble beginnings. As one of DFY's primary trainers and educators, he has developed and created much of the company's coaching and mentoring curriculum and has instrumentally assisted with the development of the company's corporate vision, strategy, and products, and is largely responsible for its nationally renowned and admired company culture. As a seasoned, skilled, and nationally acclaimed professional speaker and MC, Kevin has spoken to thousands of middle school and high school students and is also a highly requested business and corporate speaker, and he's shared the stage with some of the biggest names in the personal development, speaking, coaching, business, and author world. Kevin is the author of Flipping the Gratitude Switch and has co-authored two books in the Entrepreneur on Fire series and has been featured alongside such notable contributors as New York Times bestselling author of The 4-Hour Workweek, Timothy Ferris, and alongside ABC Shark Tank business and real estate mogul, Barbara Cochran. Let's dive in. Hi, and welcome back to the Money Advantage podcast. Today's interview is about turnkey real estate investing with done-for-you real estate. We'll also discuss the turnkey real estate tips, tricks, and secrets, and reveal how every investor can replace their income with rental real estate. My name is Rachel Marshall, and today I'm talking with turnkey real estate investing expert, Kevin Clayson of Done For You Real Estate. Now, you might remember Kevin from way back in March of 2018, so over a year ago, when we talked with him about his life-changing book, Flip the Gratitude Switch. Go back and make sure you check that out. We liked him so much that we brought him back on the show to talk about turnkey real estate, and that's one of his other life passions. So welcome to the show, Kevin. Hey, thank you so much for having me back. You guys are awesome. You're amazing. I love your show, and I'm just pumped to be here. This is great. How cool. I I love it, and I hope that you as our listeners can feel that amazing energy, and you definitely are recognizing why we brought Kevin back on today. So let's go ahead and dive right into our conversation. So my first set of questions for you really is about your experience in the field of turnkey real estate investing so our audience can understand who you are 
and really where you're coming from and how you relate to where they are right now. So let's jump into the tips, tricks, and secrets about real estate investing. Tell us a little bit about yourself in terms of your background and kind of what brought you into real estate investing in the first place. Yeah, well, it's a great question. Thank you so much. So I'll be honest, I never anticipated being like a turnkey real estate provider. Like that just wasn't on my radar. And what ended up happening is I was in the mortgage industry and this is, we're going back to like 2006, right? So I was in the mortgage industry and I had a friend approach me who had been doing some real estate investing and he needed a mortgage expert. And so he came to me and he said, Hey Kev, is there any way you could come and kind of help me serve my clients? Cause I've been doing investing and, and I need a, a mortgage expert when it comes to investments. And so I ended up coming on board and we started a company that revolved around one really central idea. And it's still the same central idea 12 years later, which is at the time. So like 2007, 2008, there was a ton of real estate education, right? Like everybody was buying real estate education and everybody was going to seminars and they were paying, right? You know, yeah. They were paying 20 grand just to learn how to do real estate, but then like 97% of them never went and physically transacted real estate. So we started the company with the simple idea that we would help people actually physically transact real estate. And so, oh, nice. and so that's what we did. We helped people do real estate here. I live in Utah. So we helped people uh, do real estate here in the state of Utah and never really anticipated on being a large turnkey provider outside of the state. But what ended up happening is we started to help people find really good deals, transact them. They were really excited. They started to tell their friends about it. And pretty soon, I'll never forget the day we got a phone call from Alaska and um, somebody in Alaska said, hey, are you guys uh, that done for you real estate company in Utah? And we said, yeah. And he said, hey, I'm in Alaska, but I would love to get some of that action in in Utah. I want some of that real estate. Can you help me? And it was, Rachel, it was kind of, our, yeah, it was like our first time going, wait, Maybe we could serve people outside outside of our own county and state to do the kind of real estate that we were starting to be known for, doing the majority of the work for them so they could avoid all of the, the pitfalls and sort of heartaches and headaches that come along with somebody trying to do investment real estate on their own. And mm. all of a sudden now we were this company starting to help people all over the country. And so really my background is that the companies evolved over the years to where when the market crashed, we realized Utah wasn't even the best place to do real estate. So we started to open up a couple other markets. We started to do all of this research. We then set sent teams to open up markets where we could still serve our clients, find the property for them, fix it up for them, uh, market the property, place the tenant, manage the property, manage their game plan, but do it in markets that were more advantageous for most people. And that's oh, really wow. what gave birth to the model. And so here today, nice. we've done uh, nearly a half a billion dollars in single family residential transactions. We've, oh, wow. We've literally done thousands of transactions with our clients who've seen their net worth grow by millions and who are collecting unbelievable amounts of cash flow every month. And it's all been this simple and conservative, predictable, single family residential real estate done the right way over time. And it's just, we've allowed our, our ourselves to be able to help our clients really grow their portfolio over time. So it's been awesome. Oh, Kevin, that's exciting to me to in a million ways. But one of them, I'm hearing just your 
coming into this market and figuring out a way to serve and help people. And I love that story about somebody from Alaska reaching out and you say, well, yes, we can do that. But I also, I love even where you landed with that about how it's simple, it's consistent, it's predictable. I mean, that's something that we're talking about on a regular basis. It's not flashy and it's not sexy. It's not this roller coaster ride of emotion where you're, you're, you know, in the dumps one day because of all these losses. And the next day you're riding on cloud nine because you're super excited. You made a million dollars. It's really about the fundamentals and that's how wealth is built. And that's why we love talking to you because you recognize that and you see that it's not just about the flashy, exciting stuff. And yes, back in 2006 and seven, leading up to that really big disastrous crash, everyone was a real estate expert, that's right. but it takes a real person who really is an expert now when we're not in that super hot inflated market to have come through that crash and really say, this is how you invest in a way that really makes sense. Yeah. In fact, have did you did you ever see the movie Moneyball with Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill? It was like a baseball movie. Actually, I have to say I have not, but now I'm going to have yeah, to check yeah, it out. Okay. So it's a real story about the Oakland athletics, right? So I grew up in Oakland. I grew up in the Bay Area. And so the A's uh, have been a team of mine. And I remember a lot of what happened as I was kind of growing up. Well, what in what the story that gets told in the movie is actually from a book with the same title called Moneyball. And I won't, you got to go watch it. But at the end of the day, here's the gist of it. The Oakland Athletics were one of the poorest teams in Major League Baseball. But the mm. year that the book really chronicles, the Oakland Athletics still played for the American League Championship to go to the World Series against the richest team in the league, which was the New York Yankees. And Brad Pitt's character mm. as like the general manager of the Oakland Athletics ends up having to, to realize that they need to approach who they put on their team in a different way. They can't, they don't have the money to go and chase home runs. They can't go chase the big, the flashy, the, uh, the, the person on the Wheaties box. They just didn't have the ability. So here's what they targeted. They targeted people that were maybe more of a bargain, but had this uncanny ability to take walks, to get singles and to get on base. And what they did is they went and bought bases and bases lead to runs and runs win games, right? So mm, it was this it. whole approach that, so what we always say when it comes to real estate is we say, hey, listen, there's a lot of guys out there that'll tell you how to get rich and how to be a millionaire in real estate. But you know what? They're getting up to the plate and they're swinging for the fences. They may connect, but the vast majority of Americans are gonna whiff and strike out and be sitting there going, oh my gosh, I tried to invest in real estate and it was a total failure. I'm never gonna go there again. What we say oh, is right. stop swinging for the fences. It's time to play real life money ball with real simple real estate. With the kind of real estate we do, it's what you mentioned. It's simple, conservative, single family residential real estate in the best markets in the country where uh, we're really analyzing where we're doing real estate, what the job market is, what the numbers look like, what the rents are going to be, what the purchase prices are. So it's this scientific and money ball numbers approach to real estate so that when we help our clients invest in those markets, we're going and hitting singles. We're not hitting home runs. You're not going to make, you know, 500 grand on a deal in a month, but you may make a hundred grand on a deal over five years, right? That's a single. Mm -hmm. That's Those are real estate singles and doubles. And when you hit enough singles with enough consistency, you win every single game you play. And that's been our approach to real estate, simple, predictable, conservative, 
in the right markets, done the right way, with the right data that backs it up, where we're doing the majority of the work for our clients so they don't have to go through those traditional pitfalls and make those mistakes. So we're just playing money ball. It's just with real estate. I love that. And I will, I'm going to bridge that over into calling that a tip and a trick and a success secret, because I was going to ask you really, what are some tips that you wish that people knew about real estate or what are those success secrets? And, and when I'm hearing you talking, it's less about swinging for the fences. It's really about consistent singles. And that's something that I, I think that message is really, really important for anyone to realize because then they also realize that they yeah. can do it. It's not this hard thing that one in a million people can do. It's something that they well, can Well, and do. can I veer off the topic of real estate just real quick when it comes to, to hitting Absolutely. singles? Because I see this all the time. Like I'm like we talked about Flip the Gratitude Switch, right? So I, I have a book and I'm an author and I've done some speaking. I see so many people who try to be massively successful on social media or um, just in their life, they are so focused on hitting the home run that they forget to love and serve the person that's right in front of them, whether that's their family Mm. or it's a coworker or it's just somebody that means something to them. Like I know so many businessmen who are so focused on the home run They're going to the office so many hours trying to hit it out of the park that they forget to go home and hit singles with their kids and their wives. And all of a sudden, they're not Uh. as successful in life as they want to be. And but maybe they'll get a home run. But in reality, that money and that doesn't bring the real fulfillment that they're looking for. And so. This idea of not necessarily swinging for the fences sounds counterintuitive, right? Because Grant Cardone and everybody would tell you, just go big, go as big as you can. And there's value to saying, look, think bigger than you maybe are comfortable thinking. But there's also value in saying, look, here's the big thought. I'm going to win every game I play. There's your big thought. But the reality of how you get there, the strategy is I'm going to do it by hitting non-sexy singles with such unbelievable velocity and consistency that I'm going to win every game I play. And so it's just a recalibration Mm -hmm. and a shift of mindset. And I know with what you guys do at Money Advantage and and your audience that's listening to the podcast, I know that you guys think like that, right? The the approach you take to wealth and money isn't the, hey, come work with us and we guarantee you're gonna be a Uber millionaire in a month. It's, listen, we're gonna help you do something no. that's very real, that's really gonna impact you and your family. And it's not gonna be overnight. It's gonna take some time, but that's why we're here to help you take that time and do it the right way. I just think it's a better approach to life. Absolutely. Well, I completely agree. And it's so interesting that I think maybe it's age that builds part of this understanding, be. but I think- I think as we grow older just in life and we realize that those most important things are the little things, that's more about our character and who we are as a person and and can we be fulfilled and really what does success look like? And I know we were having a fabulous conversation about that yeah. before the show today, um, before we started recording. And, and yes, it's all about becoming the person who right. can create wealth. It's not just about the investment itself. It's about are you the right person who can invest well? Because investing really it starts does. by investing You make such a great yourself. point. That's absolutely critical. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about done for you real estate. And I know you also got, you guys call it DFY real estate as shortened version. So people might be familiar with DIY yeah. because it's really popular. And if you're on Pinterest, you're That's DIYing right. <laughs> everything and all your home decor, but we're not talking about DIY because that's where people get tripped up when they Correct. try to do everything themselves. 
But we also don't want to go all the way to the other extreme of where we say, well, look, I don't know anything about anything. So I'm just going to trust the experts and they're going to handle my wealth and they're going to be in charge and they're going to lead me into this financial bliss. Really, it's about taking that personal responsibility. So tell us why done for you real estate? Why did you guys have that name? Unless I I spilled the beans on that right now. The reason is, so look, real estate in and of itself is fairly complicated, right? If for somebody that maybe is a novice and even for an expert, like to give you an example, there's a lot of people that'll say, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go to the auction and go, you know, get a, get a smoking deal at the auction. Okay. Here's what people don't realize. If you're going to go and do auction real estate, here's what you got to do. First of all, you have to pick the market that you want to go to. It's probably going to be the market in your backyard. Then you need to know where the auction is. Then you need to have cash when you go to the auction. Then you need to get the list that comes out before the auction 24 hours. Then you have to drive the properties after doing some research on the homes to make sure that it's the right type of property that's going to fit you and your budget. So you have to drive, look in windows, take pictures. Then you have to go to the auction. Then you have to bid on the home. Then if you win the home against all the other shocks trying to bid on the same home you're going to bid on, now you actually own the thing. Then what? And then you got to get it fixed up. But what kind of fix up are you going to do? Does it need granite? Does it need formica? Does it need neither? Does it need carpet? Does it need paint? Is it a two-tone paint? Is it a three-tone paint? Does it really matter? Once you get it all rehabbed, or even if you know what kind of rehab you need to do, you got to find the crews, right? And who am I going to work with? How much are they going to charge me? Then let's assume that you're able to go to the auction. You're able to have the money. You're able to do the research. You're able to get a good deal. You're able to get the rehab crews. You're able to do it right and stay under budget. Then you still have to make it profitable. Do I list it? Do I sell it? Do I do it for sale by owner? Do I put it on the MLS? Do I want to sacrifice some commissions so that I got a real estate agent doing it? Do I just want to, you know, maverick it and do it all myself? Or do I want to hang on to it and rent it? And if I'm going to rent it, what kind of tenants do I need? Do I do a credit check? Do I do a background check? And then after you figure it all out and you're able to get the home in the market, do the research, do the rehab, buy the home, make it profitable. Then all you have to do is successfully manage it for the rest of your life and figure out the tax benefits along the way. That's just what (laughs) most, that's just a little, right? That's like a glimmer of what somebody would have to do. Or you work with a company like us where we do the research, we find the properties, We let you pick the property that's going to fit your criteria, but let us do all of that work to bring it to you. We'll handle the rehab. We'll handle the marketing. We'll handle placing of the tenants, but you'll ultimately pick the tenant. And then you're still taking title to the property. Like if you think about real estate, there's like three ways to do it, right? There's go buy a bunch of education and then, and then, uh, try to figure it out on your own. There's just walk out the door and look for the first for sale by owner sign you see and try to figure it out on your own. Or there's work with a team of experts that know more than you do. What's interesting is in all three of those scenarios, you still take title. You still own 100% of the profit, the appreciation, the tax benefits. So it's really a question of, would you rather have an expert team who's done thousands of deals, do the majority of the hard stuff for you, but you still have control? you're still the one that owns it. You're still the one calling Mm -hmm. the shots. Or would you rather just do it all and make it kind of a full-time job? And so for us, done for you real estate is those aspects of real estate that are the most challenging and the most difficult. We do those for you. So you can experience the benefits and and the the upside of real estate without having to navigate all the the trials, tribulations, and difficulties. Now that being said, Rachel, real estate's still hard. Even if we're doing the majority of the work for you, real estate is just one of those things that can be a little difficult from time to time, which is why you have to have a strategy that says, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be in this, in this for the long run. 
I'm not buying a home for today. I'm buying a home for a whole bunch of tomorrows. And that's another aspect of why we're done for you is when we work with our clients, we don't just help them acquire that first property. We actually put a game plan together for them so that we know when that property is going to buy their next two and when those two properties are going to buy their next four. In fact, every year around the anniversary of our clients buying a property, we do a property market review and analysis and say, here's how it's performed. Here's what it's doing. Here's what the market's doing. Here's what the economy's doing. Here's what would happen if you sold the home. Here's what would happen if you refied it. Here's what would happen if you held it. And then we are reviewing that with our clients every year to help them make the right decisions because we ultimately make money as a company when our clients transact real estate over and over over the years because we don't charge anything up front, right? That's not, we make money through the transaction, mm, which means yeah. we've got to serve our clients well and do it in a way where we're not charging up front and then promising it's going to go good. Hey, we're not making a cent until you are successfully transacting and closing on a property that fits everything that you wanted it to fit. And so that holds us accountable to our clients, but it means that we can do so much for them throughout the process of creating the initial plan, doing the transactions, doing more transactions, reviewing the property, building the game plan. That's all done for them, which is why we're done for you real estate. I'm glad I asked you that question in that way, because there was just so much that came out. And I want to point out two things that really just stood out to me, like bold headlights of awesomeness. I don't know how better to say that. So one, I think you better than anyone in the world just articulated why it's stressful to try to do real estate yourself. I think um, probably everyone who was listening, their blood pressure was just rising and rising. (laughs) And when they thought this is not stressful enough, you continued to layer on the complexity. And I think that's really, it is why people say, oh yeah, I own some real estate or I bought a house and now I'm renting it out because I couldn't sell it. Or I, you know, they kind of by default get into a position of being the landlord and then the tenants are messing up the property and they're trying to figure out everything themselves or they're trying to remodel when they don't have the experience. And it's just, it can be really, really overwhelming. So I think you did an amazing job of articulating why somebody needs to think about if they're not experienced and don't have that um, expertise already in real estate, why they really need to think about working with a company that is a turnkey company and you really highlighted and, and laid out what is that turnkey company and how are you guys handling all those challenges? Now, the other part that I really, really just love, and you were talking about, it needs to be part of a bigger strategy. You said it's not just about the one house and it's not just about you guys selling by default another property to a person who's happy with you later on down the road. It's really a strategy for them to understand when are they going to refinance and buy more properties and when are they going to sell this property? I love that. I mean, we've talked to a lot of turnkey providers and that's something that I'm not hearing on a regular basis. That's really making you guys stand out that's different, that you're looking at the big picture and the long-term plan. And so I know we'll probably circle back around to that as we kind of finish talking about what you do towards the end of the show. But I just really love that you brought that out today. Awesome. Well, you know, there's a difference between a company that wants to get a transaction and a company that wants to help a client replace their income. And those are very different things, right? And there's a lot of transactional-based companies that they're just trying to get the deal and then they wash their hands of you and they say, hey, I hope it works out. Good luck. That's the furthest thing from what I think. I I know personally, I don't want a financial planner to say, hey, just give me your money and hopefully it works out. And don't call me if it doesn't. I I want somebody that's involved 
in my plan and my strategy to help me ultimately create long-term success. And that's really what we've tried to create through and with our company. And, you know, you, you brought up something that just, and maybe we're jumping ahead, but I just want to bring up this point. This is one of the reasons why I love what you guys do and why I love real estate and why I think real estate should be a part of everybody's uh, portfolio. At least some part is real estate. And some of the strategies you guys utilize are the only things on the planet that let you make more than really lets you velocitize your dollars. It allows you to make more on the dollars you're investing than almost anywhere else. Like if you think of a traditional financial planner, it's like, let's put money or dollars into this 401k, this IRA, these mutual funds. And you only have one way for those dollars to go up. The market has to grow. And then that's the only way you're going to get those benefits. And you have to make those liquid. You got to sell it off. So it's almost like Mm -hmm. you're building a pile of money that you don't have control over the growth of that money. And then if it grows, you're going to then deplete that pile of money that you're building so that you have money to live with, right? So I always- You could not have said that better. We talk about that accumulation philosophy on a regular basis, and that's exactly what it is. It's building a pile. You don't have control over it. And yes, it's depleting and hoping it doesn't run out. That's right. And so here's the way I look at it. It's like, imagine you were building your dream home and you took- 30 years, because a lot of people take 30 years to get their retirement in order, right? Imagine you Mm -hmm. took 30 years building your dream home, board by board, brick by brick. And then the minute that it's completed, you start to rip it apart, board by board, brick by brick. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. That's what people do. But real estate allows you to do something different. See, real estate allows you to take one batch of capital, at least the way we do it anyway. I don't know about others, but the way we do it allows you to take one batch of capital and invest it in a tangible asset that has mm-hmm. the ability to produce multiple profit centers, right? You're generating cash flow, you're getting tax benefits, you're getting appreciation, you're getting multiple tax benefits inside of one single investment. So it's not money goes into the market, market has to go up. It's money goes into a piece of real estate, it generates cold hard dollars every single month. It can grow mm-hmm. in appreciation and it's gonna provide tax benefits that are real life today tax benefits, not kicking the can down the road tax benefits, right? Mm-hmm. So you have all Absolutely. of these profit centers inside of real estate. Then here's the coolest part. When we say we want to help somebody buy one home and turn it into two, imagine you have, let's just use a round number, $40,000 that gets invested into property number one, right? That's a 20% down payment on around a two hundred, you know, around a $200,000 home. You hang on to that property for three to five years, which is what we do with our clients. That's also where we're different is we utilize real estate as a short-term buying and hold strategy, which we think is really smart. So you take this initial batch of capital, put it into a piece of real estate. While it's sitting in there, it's generating cash flow, tax benefits, appreciation. It's also a tangible asset. So it acts as a hedge against inflation. Mm-hmm. And then um, while it's producing income for you and growing a few years down the road, you can now sell that property, right? And, and what happens is you're getting your full down payment back plus all of the extra you've generated. And that maybe is enough money now to put into two homes. So effectively your one batch of capital grew and now gives you the ability to have two homes. Then you just wash, rinse and repeat. A few years later, those two become four. And for us, the way that we look at the game plan with our clients is it's not the destination, the way we're gonna get to Oz, the way we're gonna travel down the yellow brick road is in phases. Phase one is initial acquisition. Phase two is growing the portfolio until you have enough real estate that once it's paid off, 
your income is completely replaced for the rest of your life, right? So we're saying a lot of our clients, some will buy cash. A lot of our clients utilize leverage. It just depends on the game plan, right? A lot of people buy inside of a self-directed IRA. A lot of people use life insurance funds as the down payment or to buy a home in cash. There's a variety of ways that people will do it. But if you can utilize tax advantage um, aspects of the tax code, like a 1031 exchange, when you buy property number one and turn it into two properties, you're getting your down payment back. You're not paying taxes on the proceeds. Now it's into two properties, which can grow over time. So really your initial seed can grow and become an entire orchard of producing assets that still have the tax benefits and the appreciation and the cash flow and the hedge against inflation. And now those same dollars are producing for you in more ways than just one. And the real magic happens when you can combine it with a strategy like a, a, a privatized bank or like some sort of a life insurance policy or other strategies. Man, you combine real mm-hmm. estate with that. And now all of a sudden, you're pouring even more gas on this income replacement fire. But again, it's done over time, one home at a time. But that's why we love real estate because it becomes this massive monster, which allows you to velocitize your dollars, but just done incrementally over time. I love that you shared so much. And again, that was power packed. And I want to unpack just a few things real quick. I was going to say, we talk about having your dollars multitask or do more than one thing at the same time. And as many times as you can get your money, the same dollar working multiple times for you, that's what velocitizing is. And it's so powerful when you can say this $1 not only created cash value for me, maybe you put that first into a life insurance policy, especially designed whole life insurance policy with infinite banking or privatized banking. So you put that in, you're growing cash value, you're building a death benefit, you're building dividends, you're paying, you're building interest, you're giving yourself a pool of capital to use. And then you're able to use a loan, a life insurance loan to borrow that cash value. What that means, that's fancy technical language, but what that means is your money stays in the policy, continuing to compound and grow. Now I can use that loan to go buy real estate. So I have my, my money is working in two places at the same yep. time and I am leveraging that and asset. And now I'm getting the benefits inside the life insurance policy and the real estate at the same time. And it's not just one property. It's multiple properties that I can continue to buy. And, and, um, one of the pieces that you mentioned, was leverage. Real estate is an amazing place where you can use leverage, where most other asset classes you cannot. So combining these together, you just absolutely are pouring gasoline onto this fire. And it does become very exciting, even in that slow, steady, stable, predictable, building your fundamentals type of way. But that's what really excites me and gets me excited about really building wealth. And that's what puts somebody in control. And so I mean, that's absolutely so many of us have forfeited control over our financial future. Like if you think about the things we want most, right, we'd love to control when we retire and how much we make when we retire. But those are the two things that we that almost nobody unless they know some of what we're talking about here, almost nobody has control over. So you're literally forfeited control over to markets and financial planners who don't have your best interest at heart. And then you're just crossing your fingers, hoping a prayer it's going to work out. What real estate and, and, and infinite banking and products like that do is, like you said, they give you back the control. You're back in the driver's seat. I wrote an article that I'll, I'll share with everybody who's listening and I'll send it to you. I call it the magical multiplication power of Mr. Washington. And I talk about Ooh. how 
you know, if you think about the serial number on a single dollar bill, that serial number, that dollar bill represents a hundred pennies of purchasing power. But if I gave you that dollar bill, Rachel, and you gave me back a cheeseburger, now you own that same dollar with that same serial number. Now I traded my hundred pennies of value for what I perceived as value, which was a cheeseburger. But now you still have that same dollar with that same serial number that was only supposed to represent a hundred pennies. And you may go give it to somebody else to wash your car. So now that same dollar, mm -hmm. that same serial number, those same, what was supposed to be hundred pennies, just bought 200 pennies worth of goods. And we could continue that process and talk about yes. it. But that movement of dollars, that's what real estate and, and banking and insurance, those come together. And now those same dollars are just moving faster and further. And there's very few things that allow that to happen. And if I may, I'm not trying to like take over the conversation, but you mentioned leverage. You go right ahead. And th this is another thing I love about leverage. So here's, think of this. And I, I know you know this, I just get so excited with this concept. So if you wanted to go own $250,000 of mutual funds. How much are you going to have to pay to go get $250,000 in mutual funds? $250,000. If you want to own, own a $250,000 investment property, guess how much you're going to need? You're going to need about 50 grand, 20%. You let the mm -hmm. bank take care of the rest. So now check this out. You, you put 250 grand into mutual funds. It only grows when the market grows. And the only way you get it out is to sell it. Or you take a fraction of that and you're able to get the same asset that's worth the same dollars, except it's also producing cash flow and growing in appreciation and giving tax benefits. So that's the beauty of leverage. I think of it like this. Absolutely. If you have one home that you bought for $100,000 cash, right? One home, $100,000 cash. And then you sold that home five years down the road and you sold it for 150 grand, okay? You'd make $50,000. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. 50% rate of return, right? That'll be sure. awesome. What if you took that same $100,000 and you put 20% down on five $100,000 homes? You follow me, right? And now I, each of yep. those homes you also sold in five years. Well, you're still, you bought it for 100 even though you used leverage and then you sold it for 50. So you're still making 50 on all five of those as well as getting your money back. Now you're at 250% rate of return, same dollars, same product, real estate, just utilizing leverage in a way that provides some real power. And again, not everybody needs to use leverage. We have tons of people that just buy cash and inside of self-directed IRAs. But in the event that you're looking to grow a portfolio or grow a cash flow sooner or quicker or with more velocity, leverage is an exciting and powerful tool that allows you to do it, especially when you consider that with real estate, you're leveraging on an asset that's a hedge against inflation because it's tangible and you're locking in your interest on a property for 30 years. So the economy could do whatever it wants. If you're locking in a five and a quarter interest rate on an investment property, you've locked in the interest you're gonna pay on that dollar are those dollars for 30 years. So let the economy do whatever it wants. You're locked into a tangible yes. asset and now you're only paying that 5% on money no matter what over those 30 years. So there's all of these benefits which make leveraging real estate done the right way and conservatively actually not so scary as it may seem. I love that. And it's just, I mean, you're talking about several things that I think can be big hangups for people. One is I want to pay off the house as quick as possible. So they go for the 15 year mortgage or they pay the extra payments. And we've talked about how having a 30 year mortgage is actually better for you in the long run 
because you have that lower payment, you have more cash flow you're going to control. And yes, you're locking in that interest rate for a longer period of time. And then it was interesting too, talking about leverage. A lot of times people will say, well, I don't want to use debt. But the real truth is there's magical compounding power when you use leverage in the right way. Right. Not always, but when you use leverage in the right way. And you've mentioned this phrase several times about replacing income. How often do you guys have people come to you at DFY Real Estate and say, here's my income right now. Here's how much I need to replace. And I'm hearing you say using leverage helps you achieve those goals quicker, faster. How is How often are you having people that are coming to you and saying, hey, I want to replace my income. Let's talk about a strategy over time and how long will it take? Well, what's interesting is a lot of people come to us and they just go, "Uh, I think I want to invest in real estate. And, and part of the reason reason (laughs) is this is what most of our clients see is that they're doing the math and they've been saving faithfully in a 401k. They've been paying off their home and, and all of a sudden they're 10, 15 years away from retirement and they start to do the math and they go, wait a second with what I can expect from social security, and what I've got in my accounts right now, and that's assuming that they continue to grow and it's not super volatile and the market takes a dip, I am still going to be coming up short. Most people don't realize how mm-hmm. far behind the eight ball they actually are if they're not taking proactive steps like having some sort of tax advantage life insurance plan or uh, real estate. A lot of people are really behind the eight ball. So people come to us and they go, look, I know I got to do something different. I know what I'm doing isn't working. It's I the math is I can't you know <laughs> I can't compete with the math. It's real. I need real estate to help me make up that deficit and that difference. So what we so what oh. we do is we'll tell them we'll say okay, well look, how much money do you make right now? We can adjust that for inflation and say okay, here's about how much you need. Then we can back out and say here's how many properties that would represent. If you had paid off real estate, here's much ca- how much cash flow that would generate. So now we have a plan for okay, how many properties can we start with today? Can we just start with one? Okay, awesome. Then here's about how long it's going to take us through the process of what we call short-term buy and hold. Here's how long it's going to take us until you own enough real estate to take care of that income, either the deficit or replace the income altogether. So everybody's a little different. Some people just need to make up the difference because they're about 50% short. Some people say, look, man, I don't even want to consider what I've got coming from social security. I need to make up a hundred percent. So we just kind of figure out where they need to be, then back it up and figure out where they can start today. And then we just kind of create that connection. Um, a lot of times I, I refer to that as mall mapping. So, you know, if you walk into okay. a mall um, and the first, if you're in a city you aren't familiar with or a mall you're not familiar with, what do you do? You walk in and you find that little star that says you are here, right? Then, then you right, look for right. the store that you want to go to with, let's be honest, is probably going to be Cinnabon. And so then you figure out where, is that, oh, is that just me? Okay, maybe, maybe, that's, maybe that's just me. <laughs> no, the, the smell yes, of Cinnabon is yes. like so prevalent in a mall. It's like you can't have a mall oh, without man. that smell. So you find where the Cinnabon is and then you look at the map and you go, what's the quickest way for me to get from where I'm at to where I need to go? That's effectively what we're doing with the game plan. We actually call it an income replacement estimate. We're estimating how long it's going to take someone to replace their income. And what's cool is we actually developed this tool online so people can go to dfy-realestate.com. In fact, we'll give you another website later, Rachel, that just your listeners can go to. But if you go go to our website, 
there's a, 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 we call it a retirement assessment. And we say, are you on track to retire? Find out in less than 60 seconds. And in less than 60 seconds, they can answer some questions. And we're going to know a few things. Approximately how behind schedule they may be, how much they need to make up. And then based on where they're at today, how long it's going to take them with real estate to make up the deficits or get that income replaced or to what level they can get to. And then we kind of outline a plan. Um, and so it's just kind of another thing done for you, just more through a software when they can go to the website and take a look at that. So That's a lot of our excellent. clients don't really, aren't really necessarily thinking in terms of income replacement. They're just thinking, oh my gosh, I need to do something different. Then we have the conversation and say, here's what, here's the different thing you need to do. You need to replace your income and we're going to do it one property at a time. Here's the plan. Here's the markets. Here's how we're going to accomplish it. Here's the team and all the resources you need. Here's the long-term strategy. And here's the person that's going to hold your hand throughout the entire process. And then that's what we're delivering as done for you real estate. Oh, I love it. And I know we haven't gotten to dig into everything with Done For You Real Estate, but you've really sprinkled a lot of what your process is throughout as we're talking. There was one thing that we talked about before the podcast that I found was really unique. And I wanted you to talk about this. Um, you mentioned that you're yeah. in multiple different markets. And I think you kind of, you hinted at that towards the beginning yeah. of the show as well today. Talk about that and why you're in multiple places in the country and not just only selling properties in your backyard in Salt Lake City, Utah. What does that look like and how does yeah, that Yeah, that's a great question. Investor? So uh, really, um, I think sometimes the best businesses and the best business ideas happen by accident and by evolution, right? Um, we, we, I don't think we, we wake up. I mean, look at Facebook today. Mark Zuckerberg didn't think of Facebook in the form it is today. He thought of something that would be really cool and let people connect and then it's kind of grown into this monster. Well, DFY, our story is very similar. We help people do real estate in Utah. And then when the market collapsed, we went, well, maybe Utah's not the best. So then we went and opened up Arizona and we opened up Las Vegas. Uh, so Phoenix and Las Vegas, because at the time those were the best markets to go to. Well, there was so much upswing oh, wow. that our clients could experience after we did all the research and went and set up shop in those markets that over a few years, the appreciation in those markets started to cap out. And we went, well, wait a second. Now that the economy shifted, we need to go find more stable cash flow markets for our clients. So we did all the research. We ended up opening Indianapolis and Memphis, Tennessee. And, um, and so then we had a nice. stable cash flow type of an approach plus a growth approach. And we went, Oh, look at Orlando. Orlando has the ability to still grow like, like, uh, Phoenix and Las Vegas, except it's going to be a longer term, more stable growth because we analyzed the foreclosure process in Florida and what that was going to mean for shadow inventory for years to come. And so then we opened up Orlando, right? Oh, and then wow. recently we did a whole new build development in Charlotte because uh, North Carolina, because that created a situation right oh, now yeah. we're researching our next market, which I won't tell you, but it's going to be a really good combination of some appreciation and some cash flow, but a really amazing purchase price that clients can really, I think salivate over, but it's a good stable economy, stable job market. So for us, it's all about analysis. And it's all about where can we, if, if, if Rachel, if you and your awesome husband walked into our office and you said, I just need to replace my income. And we say, awesome. What do you have to work with? What's the strategy? What's the timeline? We're going to rec recommend different markets based on certain situations. 
different price points that you may have the ability to purchase because an Indianapolis home costs less than an Orlando home, but an Orlando home is going to grow more in appreciation than Indianapolis will. But if you have a lower amount for a down payment, let's get you into Indianapolis let's, so you can start to cash flow, right? So we're analyzing all of those things. So what nice. that means for our clients is when they walk through the door, it's not just a one size fits all, go do real estate in this market, everything will be fine. It's <laughs> it's much more, let's take a look at where you're at, where you need to go. Then we are in multiple markets simultaneously. And by the way, how cool is that? This is one tip, trick, or secret that we need to share with everybody. It is, a, it is possible to cut your down payment in half when you are looking at investing in real estate. The way you do that is most people live in markets where maybe it's out of the range for that. If you live in New York, California, on the coasts, maybe even in Texas, the vast majority of the country, you're looking at the market here in Utah, you're looking at the market around you and you're going, wait a second, for me to buy an investment property here, it's going to cost me 60 grand. Well, why not take 30 mm -hmm. grand and go buy in, into one property and 30 grand and then do another property and go buy two properties in a market like Indianapolis. So effectively, You've cut your down payment in half to buy an investment property that's still going to produce the same percentage of cash flow and ultimate return on investment. So you're making your dollars go further. And that's a big reason why we're in multiple markets and always researching the next markets and where to go next so that we can serve our clients as best as possible based on their scenario, based on the current economy, and based on where it's going. We're there to kind of say, hey, Here's a variety of options. And that is different than most turnkey companies. I don't know. In fact, I don't know any other turnkey companies um, that allow you to have access to multiple markets simultaneously all under one roof. So we found that that's been a real benefit for our clients. And I think that is a tremendous benefit. And I really like how you're talking about it's not a one size fits all. It's it's a custom designed, tailored strategy to your specific timeline amount of cash flow you have to work you with and the amount of income you need to replace. And so I'm loving what I'm hearing you with bet. that. And so thank you so much for sharing. I I did want to ask you one other question before we kind of bring this to a close today. I think we I could think talk so. <laughs> for a very long time about this because it's very exciting to me. And I can tell you're really passionate about the work that you do as well. And it's all about helping people. It's not so much the passion about the real estate, but it's about the passion for what is possible to create in someone's financial life. And so I did want to ask you though, when somebody purchases the property from you, from DFY Real Estate, the title goes to them. Is the property already cash flowing at that point? When can they expect the first cash flow check? And I know it's probably different in a case by case basis, but what what are you guys typically looking? Yeah. Like so without going in into too much detail, here's what I'll say: every market, the the mode of acquisition in each market is different. Now that it's not just doing the research to go to the market, it's then deciding what the best mode of acquisition is. So for example, in Indianapolis and Memphis, we've got a whole auction process set up. In Orlando, that's not reasonable. So we utilize a different process. So depending on the mode of acquisition, that can kind of change some of when you might be receiving your first check. But here's what I'll say. If we look at the swath of what our clients average, you can actually go to our website, dfy-realestate.com, and there's a tab on the website that says, see the results. We post every year, we do an annual report and we show you every deal that got transacted by our clients, how long it took to get that first check, 
what it rented for, what the percentages were, how much our clients are making when they sell a property in the market after having hung on to it for a number of years. We are ultra transparent. So we protect that information, but you can I go on our website and actually see the last six years of transaction reports and everything that was done. So last year, the average amount of time that it took for a, a property to get leased was 37 days from closing, right? Which means generally speaking, our clients nice. received their first check before they ever had to make a first mortgage payment. Now there can be, and by the way, that 37 nice. um, dollar, that 37 days goes down significantly if you remove the outlier of Charlotte, North Carolina, which was a new build subdivision, took longer to get rented because it was off the beaten path, but had a rent guarantee on it. So our clients still didn't lose. We don't always do rent guarantees, for a variety of reasons, but nice. that was one that necessitated it. Cause again, it's by market by situation, but you look at the other markets and the average lease time was less than 30 days across the board. And so there always can be outliers, oh, but wow. in general, you can assume that you very likely aren't ever going to have to make a mortgage payment out of your pocket. Um, you're going to start cash flowing within the first one or two months and get those cold hard dollars. Now I will say I one of the things we advocate is anytime somebody's buying a piece of real estate, we say you should have four to six months of a sleep well at night account already set aside. If they have a life insurance. We call that boom, your emergency right opportunity fund. So yes. we say it always uh -huh. should be there because yep. real estate as predictable as we try to make it, there are still going to be things that are unexpected. So we want to make sure that there's four to six months sitting in, in an account somewhere it's probably better if you have it in a in an account like an insurance policy that's probably the best place to keep money like that but mm -hmm. it's there it's a reserve account so that yeah. in the event of something not going ideally you're already taken care of so while that's very rarely needed we always say it needs to be there as a just in case i love it and i love that you're being real and transparent about that too because this is the real world this is not a this is not fiction. This is not a fairy tale. It's not better than you can believe. It really is the fundamentals of wealth creation and wealth building using the tool of real estate. So um, again, I could ask you a million questions, but I would really encourage anyone who is interested to go check out your website. But can you tell us at this point, is there anything that you want to share with our audience about DFY real estate that we haven't talked about that maybe I forgot to ask? Um, and then we'll go to how they find out more and connect with you. Yeah, awesome. Um, I think we've covered a lot of it. I think the last thing that I would kind of mention is uh, when you are, because I, I certainly, I'm realistic. I don't expect everybody to come and use us as a service provider. Um, but here's what I would just kind of give some tips to your audience of what they ought to look for if they're looking for a turnkey provider. It's ideal if you have a turnkey provider that's transparent and upfront with their fees. So a lot of turnkey providers will hide their fees in the purchase price. And so you're paying more for the property than you need to and you think you're getting a good deal, but reality is you paid more than you need to so that that turnkey provider can make money. So make mm, sure yeah, this is good. you've got somebody that's really transparent. So for example, all our fees are disclosed. I'll tell everybody how we make our money you're getting the property passed along at the purchase price that once we buy it and rehab it, that's the price that you're getting. We charge what we call a team's fee. That's $4,995 per property. It's on the closing documents and at the closing table. 
So you're not paying until you are ready to close on a property that has met your expectations. Now we do that so that everybody knows how we make our money, that we are very upfront and transparent and that we're going to do all that work for you. So that's number one, make I sure that. that somebody's transparent with their fees. Number two, if you're going to go, I, go ahead. I was going to say, I think that's unique as well in the turnkey space. And I think that that's definitely something that you would want to as a listener, as an investor, as somebody who's considering turnkey, that you really do want to make sure that you ask that question. And Kevin, thank you so much for bringing that up. Yeah, 100%. Um, the other thing is you should work with a turnkey provider who if you're going to be part of their family, they're willing to introduce you to the rest of the family. And here's what there's two sides of that. Number one, if somebody comes and works with us, and they say, Hey, I'd really love to kind of get to know the property managers that are going to work with us in the market, we say, absolutely, let's jump on a call. Let's introduce you guys so you know who you're working with. There's a number of turnkey providers that kind of hold their contacts close to the vest, close to the chest, because they're like, whoa, 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 I was proprietary. Listen, we want to be as upfront and transparent as possible. So you want to work with somebody that's willing to introduce you to the family. That includes other clients, not just the clients that are on the website with really good testimonials, but being willing to say, hey, I'll give you a number of people and names and some of these people have had a perfect experience. Some are going to explain some of the bumps in the road and what happened because it should be upfront, open, honest, transparent, and real. So that's another thing. The last that's thing awesome. is uh, you should be working with somebody that is utilizing a bigger strategy. We already talked about this, but a bigger strategy than a single property approach. Um, you look at some of these, uh, there's these online providers that say you could buy real estate online, come and look at our inventory. Think about what that means. If they have an inventory of homes on the, on the website, it means they've already bought it. They are already owning it and they are very likely doing a markup. We utilize what's called an on-demand purchasing process. We don't warehouse homes. We are helping our clients buy as needed and on-demand and in a custom way. So again, we've commoditized real estate, but still done it in a, in a customizable way. I think that that's pretty important because it means that you're working with someone that's actually thinking about you, not just thinking about their ability to sell you. And the last, the last thing I would say is it has to be more than education. There's a lot of companies that will charge you a lot of money for education. All of our education is free. The reason is we're helping people transact real estate, not just learn real estate. You will go talk and find people that will say, we'll help you transact real estate. All you have to do is pay us 5,000, 10,000, 15,000 to work with me and my exclusive team. And then you'll be able to go and transact real estate. It's not necessary. Um, so be careful of those people, be careful of people selling real estate education as look at all these strategies and you can make so much money and you can flip and you can wholesale and you can do tax deeds and you can do tax liens. What that creates is somebody who is tries to be a jack of all trades, but master of none. And it's still mm -hmm. gonna require you to do the majority of the research, the work, the education and, and, and fund that process after you already spent a bunch of money on education. So those are just some of the things um, that I've kind of seen, I guess the last thing would be use the money ball approach. Realize that real estate can and will make you wealthy over time, but you've got to start somewhere and it should be predictable and consistent and let that open up the gateway to the other ventures and the other, if you want to do a multi family deal and you want to do an apartment complex, cool, become financially well first, then go take that risk in that gamble. 
because I promise you it is a risk and a gamble. No matter how often Grant Cardone tells you how many doors he's got, I promise you for the average person, that's going to cost you a lot and be very, very difficult um, for most people. So utilize a conservative strategy, get wealthy, get your income replaced, then start to dabble and utilize some of those other strategies that can make you a bunch. Hit a bunch of singles before you get up and start to swing for the fences. Uh, Kevin, this is great. This is excellent. And again, yes, we could talk for a couple of weekends, I think. On this. <laughs> for sure. Um, so tell me, if somebody wants to find out more, you mentioned a quiz they can yeah. get. How do they get more information? How do they connect with you? How do they get started with Done For You with DFY Real yeah. Estate? So um, I, uh, I put together a domain just for your listeners. So if they go to replacingyourincome.com, replacingyourincome.com. What, I, what I've got there for you is uh, we're just going to ask you for your name and email address uh, and then just so we can know how to contact you. And I'm going to send you an income replacement estimate report. It's about a 40-page full-color PDF that shows you if you started with one property, approximately how much does that create and what time frame and what residual income looks like. Uh, if you started with two properties, three properties, it goes through a few different variety of ideas. And it also goes through a ton of information that we don't have on the website of just the overall process of how real estate investing works. And it also includes some properties, example and sample properties. So you can look at real properties and real numbers and do your own math and draw your own conclusions. And when you go to replacingyourincome.com, not only will I, you'll be able to get that packet, but I'll put a link there. I'm putting a link there for the retirement assessment quiz. If you want to just go and answer those questions, takes less than 60 seconds, it'll produce a report that's that's going to be custom to your income replacement estimate. And I just decided I'm going to add two more things on there because it's stuff we talked about. I wrote an article called, like I mentioned, uh, Mr. Washington, the Mr. Washington's magical magical multiplication power. I'm going to include that article. Yes. I wrote another article called "The Worst Performing Investment in America," which goes through. If you were to own a primary residence and you were just focused on paying that thing off quick and keeping all your uh, net worth in your primary residence where you live, I put that side by side with how you would generally judge a normal investment. And you'll see that a lot of people hurt themselves with a, almost a too conservative approach to wealth building through their personal primary residence. So those are two articles that that people have really loved. So one's the worst performing investment in America. The other's uh, Mr. Washington's magical multiplication power. So I'll put those on the site too. So replacingyourincome.com, awesome. quiz, income replacement estimate report, and those two articles. And hopefully that'll give people a really good feel of what real estate can do for them. And if you're listening, I hope you'll want to consider using us as a provider. I understand not everybody will. If you think what we do is good and could be a good fit for you, we would be thrilled to talk with you and figure out a path that could work for you. And at the end of the day, Rachel, I'm just thankful for you for this podcast, for your listeners, and that you let me come on and talk about some things that I just really love a lot. Awesome. Well, I can feel the passion just oozing from you as you're talking about this. I love it. And thank you for that amazing gift for our listeners. And so yes, we will make sure that we have that link in the show notes that replacingyourincome.com. So thank you, Kevin, for an amazing interview today. Thank you so much for just sharing your wisdom and your insight and just the opportunity that you have with DFY Real Estate with our investors and our business owners that are on this podcast listening and looking for exactly what you've shared today. So um, I, I really 
think this is a tremendously valuable podcast. Thank you for spending your time with us today. And uh, Kevin, I would say in closing, remember, success leaves clues. So model the successful few, not the crowd, and build a life and business you love. Discover the secret of how to earn a return on the same money in two places at the same time so that you can strengthen your investment returns. We've created a free guide for you that explains the top three things every investor needs their privatized banking system to do. Go to themoneyadvantage.com slash banking, put in your name and primary email address, click the send my free guide button right now, and we'll see you on the inside. Thank you for listening to the Money Advantage podcast. Today's show notes and resources are available for you on themoneyadvantage.com. If you like this episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review. If you have any questions or desire to speak with a qualified financial professional after listening to today's podcast, we encourage you to reach out to us at hello at themoneyadvantage.com or check us out at themoneyadvantage.com. The opinions and views expressed here are for informational purposes only. This material is educational in nature and should not be deemed as a solicitation of any specific product or service. All investments involve risk and a potential loss of principal. Kalos Capital Incorporated nor Kalos Management Incorporated offer tax or legal advice. Please consult with a tax advisor or attorney for advice regarding the impact on your portfolio. Securities offered through Kalos Capital Incorporated member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB, and investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management Incorporated and registered investment advisor, both located at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia. E3 Consultants Group is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Kalos Capital Incorporated or Kalos Management Incorporated.